0: All right, episode five. Uh, I'm, you know, I got. Th- I was thinking of a good title for this episode. We to come up <laughs> with something that uses like, you know, sunny days are here again or something because of that <laughs> sunset. Um, the wording sunset.
1: Sun- uh, sunset and flourish.
0: Yes, those are something stupid. So. Because
1: I'm really stuck on the whole flourish thing. I'm stuck on I really sunsetting.
0: So um, again, the intent here is never to break news because that just isn't this type of podcast because we don't it's not regular enough that we're breaking news and i'm not looking to get any clout out of this <laughs> neither are the youtubers now who can not get in. <laughs> who can't get in to do any real work because uh they won't be getting in for free anymore but the you know the sunsetting of the ap program i must have been sent that that message or a link or something by at least four or five different people at least four or five different people um, first of it was, was a friend of mine. I didn't
1: insult your intelligence by assuming that you hadn't seen it. At the uh, right.
0: Um, and that's okay. That's okay. People are just, you know, because I am a longtime AP holder at, oh, God, I think over 20 years now. Straight. And out of my group, I have been the one that's had it continuously where everybody took little breaks um, here and there. I went straight through that, that whole time. But the one who did hit me up, um, I actually hadn't seen it. Uh, my My friend, first of all. And uh, I see that, and the word "sunsetting" uh, to me is is very interesting. It <laughs> gives it. Um, I don't know. What did I tell you, Anthony? I just said it. It makes it sound said like it was it's poetic. Yeah, it's a, it's poetic. It's poetic. Like trying to say that. Like, oh, it's just it's poetic. We're we're sunsetting this thing. Like we're we're gonna put it down, but it's okay, and just evokes this image of, of just peace. Like, really, it ripped a bunch of people's hearts out.
1: It, it reminds <laughs> me of uh, of it's like when you're talking about uh, safe, uh safe words, you know, things that sound neutral or or uh, you know, things like that where you use a word and it doesn't sound as harsh as when you use words that mean the same thing but they're not as you know, it, it makes it sound more like you said, interesting.
2: It reminds me of like, because I worked in veter- veterinary medicine for a long time. And you talk about the dogs and the cats going over the rainbow bridge. Oh, They're just moving up. They'll be there for you. It's, they're just on the other side of the rainbow. And you're like, uh, okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Whatever makes it easier to digest, I guess.
0: I'd send it off to a couple of people that work for me. And they were like, well, well what are you going to do? And I'm like, well, i just not go. I mean, what a, <laughs> what kind of question is that? It's not. I'm not, I'm not hurt by it like at all. Like I see it as I understand why they did it. You know what I mean? Um, the biggest issue um, that in my mind, what we have is the fact that you can't meet the contract. That's, and that's, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. I, when I, you sign up for a pass, you're, you're signing a contract. In fact, you're given a copy of it. This is your contract. The contract that I had with them says that I can get in any day I want at any time you know, for the, for the most part with a, a few, there's a few different, you know, little caveats in there of, of things that I can't obviously, um, sold out days you know, what traditionally was, um, uh, going to be uh new year's Eve. If it's, if it's at two, park gets capacity, it wasn't going to be able to be in there, but you can't meet it. And when reopening does eventually happen, we're looking at probably 20 to 25% of what they can have in there. So I'd probably have to make a reservation where well, I can't up, uphold my end of the bargain in it. A thousand dollars, $1,100, $1, whatever it is. You can't meet that. I have every right to to sue them, basically, or to get into some kind of class action against them and say, You're not meeting your terms of the contract because I can't go to Disneyland. So, I mean, I, you can give your thoughts. I, I know we, we have a lot of thoughts. I would
1: the person who can mobilize every single Disneyland pass holder for that class action lawsuit, I would shake their hand and give them $100. <laughs> Just <laughs> From $100? <my> stimulus. <laughs> <laughs> well I mean that's a lot I'm just saying that if you could if somebody was able to pull that off i would be that would be very amazing uh well because it, they wouldn't lose you couldn't lose that there's no way you could lose they're breaking the contract as yeah. you said mm-hmm. they give you what is an in- what is in in essence uh especially if you're doing payments what is in essence like a credit card contract so yeah i mean they're they're you're supposed to be guaranteed to certain some because you do get a contract so yeah, no, I mean, yeah, there's a there's there, it's it would be an unlosable uh case, but yeah, it would be pointless if if you didn't get a bunch of people.
0: And and it goes farther than that. Uh, maybe Gina can chime in a little bit this because she watches Walt Disney World. W- what did they do when they opened over there? As far as the the passes, are you aware of what they're doing as far as the APs?
2: Yeah, from what I um from what I've listened to, they. Uh, you cannot buy a new annual pass. So they have frozen annual passes. You cannot buy new ones. You can renew them. So if you're already a pass holder, you can renew your pass. When they opened, they did, um, everybody had to make a reservation. You can only make three reservations uh, at a time. And then once you use one, then you can make the other ones. And um, from what I've gathered, listening to the vloggers out there, Back in July and August, they were really hard to come by. But now people are getting in same day, and the crowd level has definitely gone up. They say they're at 35%, whatever that is. But when they first opened, it was only like 25, 20, 25%. It was much different. But they have frozen annual passes for anyone wanting a new one. Um, I heard that just recently they're doing special offers on tickets, and I because. Florida is a vacation destination where Disneyland is kind of a, you know, like people live here, go there, you know, not a lot of people, if you have a choice, if you're going to fly to Disneyland or fly to Disney world, it seems like most tourists choose Disney world over Disneyland. So I think Florida is trying to appeal to the vacationer again. Um, But yeah, annual pass holders, you know, they, they could go. They just have to make reservations so to get in. That's
0: one of the things that I was actually going to uh, bring up is that um, apparently, and Disney never releases numbers of APs, like ever. So uh, apparently, though, we have more on here on the West Coast than they do in, in Florida. They just they don't have the number of APs that we do here because it really is a, it's very much a local destination where we're here. And also the fact that they've got... Now, I understand, our, is Park Hopping back in Florida?
2: They, yeah, they at the beginning of the year so January 1st, uh they did do park hopping again, but um you have to go to your the park you make the reservation for, you have to go to that park first. So you can't like because apparently nobody wants to go to Epcot, so Epcot's easy to get into, so a bunch of mm-hmm. them went to Epcot. So it, let's say you make a reservation for Epcot, but you really want to go to the Magic Kingdom. You can't just show up after 2 p.m., and it's after 2 p.m., so you have to wait till, till then. You can't just show up at 2.30 at the Magic Kingdom and be like, oh, I'm park hopping. You have to go to Epcot for a little bit, and then you can go to the next park. Um, if that park is not at capacity. From what I've been able to see, zero people have been denied entry into their park hopping. And I've watched quite a few different vloggers on that and kind of followed it. And I have not heard of anyone being denied. Um, but allegedly, that's what they're doing. So when you go to get on a bus or a transportation and get your stuff and they're saying, OK, yeah, there's a, there's room at Magic Kingdom. So feel free to go over there
0: and that's that's part of it uh the fact that there's four theme parks there is definitely part of it but then actually physically um there's more space physically because of the way it was, yeah, way it was built yeah it's huge yeah
2: yeah it's it's much different there and and honestly like from what cuz they try to entice and like florida resident pass holders there it's much cheaper so if you're a florida resident and you get the florida resident pass um it's so much more affordable and yeah they have a few blackout dates that like two weeks at christmas and but it's not as restrictive as the socal one that we had here i believe i could be wrong but from what i've been able to kind of look at it's there's just not a lot of florida residents who it's not at the same level that disneyland has with our pass holders
0: so Anthony kind of knows this, but um you you know that when uh if they were not to have gotten rid of the passes that once the park opened up, oh my God, can you imagine what that actually would have been like um when the park actually if it were to open um and they still had these passes, it would be absolutely ridiculous um, man
1: pass holes are the worst,
0: yeah, and yeah.
1: you know everybody knows that uh Disney had a uh no win Kobayashi Maru scenario, if they would have tried to accommodate both uh, your regular coming in guests and every single pass holder to try and, and, and try to get at 25%, it would have been impossible. And they did the best thing that they could have possibly done, and that is they're not beholden to anybody now. They no. Owe, they owe nobody nothing. I mean, of course, you know, people are, oh, this is Newsom's fault. You know, of course, we've been through that. But, you know, I mean, now Disneyland makes himself uh, accountable to no one as far as we don't owe you, we don't owe anyone anything as far as getting you in. We don't care what kind of pass holder you are, whether you're a premier pass holder, because I assume that that means that premier pass holders are also, uh, premier passes mean nothing. Premier passes is just basically now a Florida angle pass. I assume so uh, even, you know, from everyone premier on down to uh, I don't know if there's any there's I don't think there's any uh, SoCal Selects or whatever the old SoCal one that's gone. I don't know if there's any of those left, but, uh, you know, nobody they have nobody. They don't account to nobody now. So it's like that's the best possible that they, they, they could done. They could start from scratch. They could cut the fat. I have a feel. I could almost guarantee Well, we're not there yet. You were, no,
0: no, not quite. Off. I know where you're going. We're, and we're gonna to get there. About, but, we're gonna get but, there in just a second. You know, but,
1: just yeah, go ahead. Yeah, just uh, I, I 100% agree with them getting rid of the passes. I think it's the best possible thing that they could have done.
0: Well, part of it is economics as well,
1: and it's long overdue. And that this was a
0: blessing, right? And part of it is economics as well because uh, we do know that once, uh, well, already. I mean, you've heard how many cast members were laid off. We've talked about the troubles that they've had economically. Uh, you open up to a bunch of pass holders. and I'm sorry. I go and I do spend money. I don't drop money like a like a, a visiting guest does. No pass holder does uh, unless you're a reseller. Um, But they're not dropping money like a, a person on vacation uh, would be doing for every meal, for the hotel, uh, all these souvenirs that you're going to take back. No, I'm trying to go in. I'm trying to get the, the one popcorn bucket. You know that I want like it. That I don't spend money that way, and I fully acknowledge that. Do I spend money? Yes. Do I spend money like a, a, a visiting family from a different state would spend? No, I don't. I fully admit that. Um, so that's fine, and that's part of the reason they're going to want those type of people who, to come in and say, okay, we we've got this, and we're going to spend money. Well, guess what? That's going to become us. That's going to become us when we say, you know what, man, we don't have a pass, but I really still want to go to Disneyland for Christmas. So you're gonna get me to f- pay full price for a ticket for me and the rest of my family. So now I'm buying four tickets at a hundred and whatever dollars a day. I'm gonna spend six hundred dollars just to go for the day. Probably gonna buy a bunch of stuff. You're gonna get a thousand dollars out of me for one day. Is what's gonna it's what's gonna happen because I've got I happen to have that you know expendable income unfortunately. But that's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna end up spending that money like whatever because I didn't get a chance to go on my pass where I would just go for a couple of hours. Now, if I'm going to pay for it, I'm going to spend all day there, which means I'm just going to eat more meals there, which means I'm going to end up buying other stuff because I see it and I don't have access to it all the time. It makes sense. It makes economic sense too, but I do agree with Anthony that you are beholden to nobody. We don't owe you anything because we can, we have this, the uncertainty of it just means we wipe everybody clean. Let's start from, let's start from scratch before we get, and I know where you're going with this, but before we get there, I I do want to talk about the fact that I'm a little, um, miffed i guess at the fact that so how they're working it is that you're supposed to get a refund if your pass was valid on march 14th you're supposed to get a refund from march 14th apparently to whenever your pass was up okay fair enough um the discount and this is what i find pretty funny we still get a discount if we go to downtown about, let disney let me
1: just clarify you're talking about for people who are paid in full
0: who, yeah yeah who were who are paid in full so i i mean i'm still going to get a discount i'm still going to get a discount in downtown disney until the end of February which is funny to me that they would only give it to me until the end of February because by the end of February there's no way they're going to be open by the end of February why wouldn't you just push it closer until okay we have a firm opening date that this is going to happen because you'll probably get more money out of me that way if you say we're going to continue to give you this discount because my 15% my 20% sounds really good in my head but, you know, you're going to end that on me. It's really, when you think about it, 15%, 20% based on the markups, not a lot of money. And they wouldn't do it if they couldn't afford it. So why don't you do that? And I also found it interesting that they said, oh, well, we're going to give you 30% Monday through Thursday. <laughs> if you got the wording on that. You get a 30% discount on stuff Monday through Thursday. Those Friday, Saturday, and Sundays, you can just get your regular discount of, of whatever. So which leads me to believe they want tendency to increase monday through thursdays because it hasn't been that busy you know we just talked about before we came on air um how busy downtown disney looked on on a weekend and it's a holiday weekend as we record this so i just found that funny like oh i get a 30 percent discount monday through thursday man i can't get down there some of us work <laughs> so like i don't know how you're gonna suck you get a second to get down there monday through how thursday you
2: afforded that uh, annual pass in the first place yeah right job.
0: yeah that's totally <laughs> what i think about the about my, my discount. Oh, great. Give it to me for another month. But, you know, only when you could give it to me for way longer. And it would just repeat business because you need that right now because you don't have a firm opening date for when it's going to open. And if if we're to see what even when it's going to be to open schools, can you imagine what it's going to be to open Disneyland? We're still quite a ways from there. Um, I through the grapevine. I heard some rumors that kind of said October. You're shooting for October, which is viable. Is viable with vaccines starting to roll out, and knowing it takes a dip in the summertime because of the heat and the way respiratory droplets um, carry themselves in in the heat, it's viable. It's viable to say by fall we're looking at this again. So I don't know, but go ahead, my my friend. I knew you where you wanted to take this, so let's let's go for it. You wanted to talk about what new may come out of this?
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess I just uh, think that it just I could almost. Do you think that they'll get rid of uh it's the time to get rid of uh payments.
0: You want to know what I honestly think and I was messing with Gina with this and I'll, I'll actually withhold the remark that I actually made as a joke. Um lower passes are gone. You were going to go big or you were going to stay home. Exactly is that what so. it's going to be? You're going to go big or you're going with to that. stay home. Because why yeah, no, why wouldn't there'll
1: you? There'll be no yeah, there'll be no more uh, there might even be only one pass.
0: I I could see that and if it is the one pass, it's the big one. You get right. everything. I, I could see how I did have... Um, did you have the Signature Plus, Anthony? Or did you have one underneath that?
1: I had the Signature. The,
0: the Signature. I had the Signature Plus, which gave me every day, any day that I wanted, and it included parking. I could see that. But it's going to cost you. It's going to cost you. It would not surprise me if I paid 1200 to $1,300 for that pass. Because you're going to see an increase. You're going to see an increase because it's going to be at least a year before we see that. So topping out even at 1500 You'll probably even see that, and I'm going to be honest with you. If it by that point is back to where it's the experience that I had before all this, I would pay it. I would pay it because I went. I went, think I went that often you we
1: might also see the return of the one park
0: pass. Uh, why? That's an interesting concept. I'd have not just, given uh, it any just thought.
1: Value. Value so uh,
0: I know that only? they've
1: done they've done the things through I think like Sam's or some grocery stores or something where they've sold uh DCA only tickets for like a super cheap price which didn't last. Or they've also they also even tried that thing where they were selling doing the DCA only uh pass now
0: okay
1: uh, when they were, that was I that was to try and take away uh to try and get people to go to DCA and take away when they thought that uh, Galaxy's Edge was going to be insane which it didn't really end up being that insane but uh so there was that so, but i i don't see it i mean the, i mean you figure back in the day uh they had uh when when dca first opened they had a disneyland only pass and then they had the park hopper pass uh so i mean i don't know i i see them maybe going back to basics if i mean if the whole idea is to try to not have as many people have as many pass holders as you did before then you have to make to go to extremes. You have to cut the amount of passes. You have to. I mean, I guess you could still, if you're if you're going to have one $1,300 pass, I guess you could still have payments because you're still going to price people out.
2: But I think
0: that's what they
1: do. I
2: think that's what they I want. They want to price, price people, people out. out. Well, yeah. no, they
1: obviously want to pre- price yeah. people out. I just don't know what to what extent. Do you want to price people out by saying, "Well, you're going to have to have $1,300 or no pass," or do you want to still give them the payment option? Because uh, you know that that thats a big difference on on pricing people out. There's a certain amount of people can. I mean, there was. I went. I went ten years without a pass because I couldn't afford to pay uh, for passes outright. When they got to a certain point, I just couldn't do it. But uh, I mean, we could probably do it now. But uh, you know, I I didn't have a pass for years because I couldn't do it. And then I went years without knowing that they even had payment plans. Otherwise, I would have had a pass long before I did again. So, I mean. It makes a big difference uh, to say whether I mean even if you go down one pass, it's still I mean you're gonna if you go to one pass at thirteen hundred dollars with no payments, that's gonna be a very small amount of people compared to what you had before.
0: And I think that might be be what they
1: want. It may even be like a tenth of the amount of people to if you did a thirteen hundred dollar pass with payments. That's a huge that would be a huge difference even then.
0: So let, let me speak to the to the DCA thing um, a little bit because I, I, do, I do remember those days, in the early days of those passes, but it was just a couple of years ago where you're right. It was like Costco and places like that who were selling a DCA-only pass, and I believe that only lasted that one year because they phased that out actually pretty quick. And then speaking – and it reminds you um, – I'm going to say this, but I, I hate that I can say this. Uh, I speak from <laughs> a place of privilege completely because um, – it was the deluxe passes that had it for that one summer when Galaxy's Edge opened that excluded Disneyland from it. You could go to DCA however many times you wanted. And essentially what that did for me was it, it meant that I could only take my kids to DCA in the summertime when I don't work. That was all we did. We spent a summertime at DCA. Now, did we enjoy it? Of course we enjoyed it because it's my kids, it's family time. We found things to do, and it was fun. But did they miss, and did I miss the other park? Yeah, 100%. 100% we missed the Disneyland side of it, because no matter how you put it, it's still the better park out of the two, no matter what you're doing. Even as we're going to talk about Avengers Campus here in a little bit, it's still the better of the two parks, and there's still even more to do even when it's busy, whether it would have been the shows at the time or something else. There was still more to do there, and we did miss it. So what did I do the next year? Because we thought okay, if they keep that pass, it's going to continue. That's just going to be this thing that they do because they don't know how this is going to work. I bumped up their passes for the next year. When I renewed, I got them uh, the next level of pass because, again, speaking from that place of privilege, I could afford to do it, and that's what I did. And that's the one that actually ran out of me that I'm waiting on that Disneyland stimmy for now um, (laughs) to get it it back, Um, which is fine, but I I don't see it. Again, um, I think you're right, though. I think they do go. I, I think it's, it's going to be one, maybe two, maybe the top two passes, and uh, I could see payments being gone, honestly, because you do. If you if you truly your goal was to limit what, how many you're getting, because there's so many, you have to cut out the smaller stuff. You have to. And how do you do that? You pay for privilege. That's just the way that the world works. You want the good seats in in um, you know a theater for a Broadway play. You're gonna pay for them. You want to you know to be in a front row of a kiss concert you're gonna pay for it that's just what it is and otherwise you you can still go and enjoy the view but you're not going to get that you know full-on 100 percent. oh my god i'm right in the front the experience without paying for it that's just the way the world works and even i know i won't get the best stuff but i'll do what i can somebody
2: was one of the, a couple of the vloggers were talking about um it being maybe a membership like you pay for a gym membership that you would pay for a Disney membership and that they would have like, maybe the membership would take money off of the daily ticket. So you may still have to pay for a ticket when you come in, but the membership fee would, you know, uh, take some of that money off. And at the end of the day, from what I'm hearing from a lot, you know, the vloggers and, and, and uh, what you guys are saying, it, and what makes a lot of economic sense from a, is that Disney wants, they, they, they've been wanting to price people out for a while. Um, it's like not a secret that they keep raising prices and Then everybody's outraged for like two weeks and then everybody forgets and they keep going back and they can. And and people as they phase out and people go, you know what? I've reached my limit. I can no longer pay for a Disney pass. They're patted on the head and told, well, you can go to the world of Disney store. Good luck with you. Uh, you peasant and, and off they go. And so Disney is a small Disneyland is small, and even with California Adventure, it is small. and if we're talking about social distancing and you know all the things that we have to do because of what's going on, Disney doesn't want a lot of people there. They want just a, they don't want to have that hassle. Do they want to make money sure but how many people have been retiring from Disney lately? These big names are taking their severance packages and they're leaving. And so Disney is trimming the fat in a variety of ways. They, they did trim it from the bottom when they had all those layoffs and furloughs. And then they turned to their executives and they just called it something different. They're no longer, they're moving on. They're retiring. They're doing whatever. And so Disney, are they in trouble? No, I don't think the mouse is going to fail because let's face it. They they've got, you know, they've got enough money. They also know economically that they're hurting, and the cash cow that is Disney, it's a little dry. So they need to figure some stuff out. I think they will eventually bring back passes as well. I don't see it. I don't know if I see it being a payment plan either because that will price more people out, and it will be more exclusive, and they can afford to be exclusive because when people want to go to Disney, they'll find a way to go to Disney.
0: This last price increase um, cut a lot of people out. This last price increase cut a lot of people out. This was the one where I saw a lot of people actually mention, I can't do it anymore. I can't keep up with, with what they're doing, uh, which is totally understandable. Um, but that's what they were doing, or people dropped down to whatever. A lot of people did like the, the Flex Pass um, as it was. But the problem is they introduced something trying to pass people, to, to phase people out. And then they introduce something, well, we can give you this. You know, we'll give you this flex thing, thinking it's going to be busier than it actually is, and then they sell a bunch of those. who guys, crap, our problem's really won't well over. People went from that bottom tier one, which we gave them nothing, and went to this one, which was it sounded good, but we weren't really supposed to give them anything. And then the damn thing actually worked, so it kind of backfired <coughs> on them. Is is what happens? But well, I, I mean, totally yeah, think no, I mean, we you know,
1: said from the beginning that if you use the flex pass properly, the flex pass costs the same as a deluxe. But if you use the flex pass properly, you can go more days than the deluxe allowed you.
0: Right. I remember we were talking about that in some other podcast. Um, yes.
1: <laughs> uh, I just wanted to say that. Yeah. No, she, uh, you're totally right. And, um, as far as the, you know, it's, this is, it, it sucks that this, that this is what it took for Disneyland to decide that they needed to give them the opportunity to re overhaul the past system. I'm glad that that has now happened. I'm unfortunately, it's unfortunate that this is why it had to happen, but. This has been, and Dan will know that we've talked about this a lot. This is five years in the making. We, Dan knows that we've talked about the, uh, the lost, the lost off season. Yeah. And that, uh, 2015, beginning of 2015 was the last true off season that Disneyland had. And that after the 60th, everything pretty much went downhill. And for some reason there was this huge influx of pass holders for the 60th and then just people wanting to come to the parks after the 60th for some reason that even when January hit in 2016 we expected you know crowds to go down like they always had every single year no it just kept feeling like December (laughs) and then it just and then all the next thing you knew it was it was it was spring break and we had had no off season and no break and no way to just walk around the parks without a bunch of strollers kicking you in the ankles and all the things that go with all the crowds and in that was the beginning of the end and that's where we are now and and if we if this i yeah i have to be careful of my words because i don't want to uh, you know make it sound like but this had to happen for the this past system to get the the overhaul that it needed because things were going to things were going to come to a head at some point with between the with the crowds and the, the you know just the, how how insane it was becoming at the parks. It was just it had to happen.
2: When I was there, so I I haven't had a pass to Disney in a while for a variety of reasons, and um I but I would always sign up for the senior trip. Like the last few years, I'd signed up for the senior trip. So this last year that we went, um it was it was right after or right around the time that the the like one of the passes had dipped i think i don't remember but that park was empty the only ride we waited a significant amount of time for was space mountain other than that rides were 10 15 20 minutes and i was with a colleague and i'm like why does it feel like nobody is here because i remember disney being just packed full of people and it was right before they opened um oh, what's the star wars I, i'm the star wars land
1: galaxy's edge, <laughs>
2: galaxy's edge. It was right before galaxy's edge opened and they were doing the preview things but it was right before then and i'm telling you like that was the disney i remember from my childhood it, it wasn't it was crowded but it was like it, it felt enjoyable and then we walked over to DCA, same thing. It was just, it, you felt like you could breathe and you could wait and see a parade and you didn't feel like like claustrophobic. And and it was just refreshing. And honestly, like if Disney is going to get rid of passes, you know, that those are gone. But they're going to do other things to entice us there on certain times, like discounted passes for, you know, SoCal residents or do three or five day passes you could use throughout the year. I'm telling you, if it means that I can have a 20 minute wait for Peter Pan flight instead of an hour and 20 minute wait, I'm in like all. And yes, I also have a a bit of privilege, but I work my butt off for that privilege. (laughs) So it's like and if I was a family, like when we were kids, we went once a year and my parents would save up all year for that once a year trip and we opened to close that sucker and it was enjoyable we rode every ride it was fun and uh and honestly if we're gonna go back to that like i would rather have quality not quantity at disneyland i mean not Berry exactly. farm universal studios magic mountain those are different but disney is like it's quality for me
1: yeah, and, and you know what? Just out of, uh, out of a, uh, sense of, uh, maybe selfishness and, a bit of quality, there's a little bit of a part of me that thinks that, that hopes that if, uh, when the pass holder press, uh, system comes back and there's less pass holders, then we'll get pass holder parties back.
0: I was going to ask you about AP merch. <laughs> Cause what does that do now? Cause this whole time they have released AP merch, um, in the in the parks in downtown Disney, actually. So, count. um, yeah. Well, okay, but is that really what it's going to be? Because Florida is probably still going to have it. So, does that just mean it's general merch out here? Because you saw what happened with the with the um, merch, like, and I, I'm still sitting out here because I haven't put it away. But the white Christmas tree, <laughs> um, that like that was over there. We thought we weren't going to get it here. Um, I I happened to get it before it was released to the general public through some channels that I know. But then no. all of a sudden it was released everywhere, so wouldn't surprise me if they if AP merch that we see over there is just generally um, available over here. And I, I do hope for the return of the AP. It's parties. happened
1: before. There was that AP bucket that we had here that ended up in Florida, it's not for APs. Remember?
0: Oh yeah, I do. I don't remember what the bucket was, but I do remember us talking. I don't remember about now, that. but it was a bucket that we
1: had that was APs only, and then they got it in Florida and without having to be an AP, and people were pissed.
0: Well, yeah, because there's a little so, bit of exclusivity to it, and you feel like you yeah, so, one up the man, I There's guess.
1: other ways that they could do it, too. I mean, things don't necessarily have to be a pass holder. They could still just be limited edition. Uh, like, you just still have just limited edition pins and stuff like that. They could just have it where it's, I mean, uh, they could still ha- have it, I don't know. I mean, there's ways that they could do it.
0: All in all, it's just a way for them to bring in income, anyway. So I'm sure they'll figure out something that they want to do to just continue um, that income. Like you saw, honestly, even a bunch of that merchandise that wasn't moving into the, in the stores went to the cast members, to those basically those cast member pop ups. Um, I don't know what they want to call it, the low rent company D, but you, you know what I'm saying. It's just like, okay, we just to right. put these these big tents up, and here's all the merchandise that weren't wasn't selling. So when you do see cast members with it you were like, that has to be the stuff that's all basically overstocked. As they were giving them, you know, Yoda face masks and all this kind of stuff. It's just like, this is just overstocked. I'm trying to get rid of it. They're trying to feel like uh, you're important for something that's, you know, doesn't really cost them um, a lot of money. So, I don't know, we'll see. I, like, I do think, I think you're right. I think it's going to be something like we said before where, okay, here's something that isn't AP exclusive in Florida and it's just generally widely available here in a, as a limited edition. Because... You made it for some reason. Somebody wants to get their hands on it. Honestly, what the hell does it matter to them whether or not it's an AP that actually has it? We we thought they were doing us a favor when it really was. You know, they were just gonna make it and they were gonna either way they were gonna sell it. So it didn't really matter.
1: I Uh, mean, plus I mean, uh, they just won't make that stuff. I mean, if anything, they just won't make because if they know that they have plenty of time to know whenever the parks are gonna open anyways to not just not make. AP merchandise. I mean, you just not make it. I guess you could just still make stuff that's just Florida exclusive, and it doesn't have to necessarily be AP merchandise. It could just be well, that's for AP Florida APs. And like anything with like, the bird? Well, and then and then it just won't. You just won't have it here, yeah, or something like that. And it's not
0: like that's unheard of because that happens for the ones no, overseas it's not. from that's Tokyo I, yeah, or yeah, exactly Hong Kong that that happens to the, at those parks.
1: No, it's one hundred percent. There's,
0: it's like you know. Who incidentally they sunsetted the AP over there too, so this wasn't new. This idea wasn't new. If we're gonna sunset this AP thing, they did was it Tokyo? That it was they, Tokyo. Did it? The Tokyo that yeah, it they Tokyo. they never it never came back. And uh, just today, I saw just today that they pushed the uh, um, um, the one in France. They pushed their opening back day due to conditions uh, over there. So we we may see this carry on. It'd be something to say like. Well, that one's gone there too, just because again, largely economic. You're not meeting my contract. I understood that as soon as I got the email. I was like, oh, you can't meet my contract. So give me my money back because you'd rather do that than have me sue you and make a lot more money. Got it. Mm-hmm. So that's, well, that's and with the get.
2: merch, like a lot of merch from France, from Paris went to Florida because, uh, I was watching one of the merch, uh, search things with some vlogger and they have, they had uh, Epcot had a whole section that was Paris exclusive that came to Florida because who's buying it in Paris? Nobody like everything shut down. So they just moved it and, and they could easily do that. You know, they, they just move different. They could just move merch around. And I believe that most companies are about a season ahead. So like for spring, they're doing fall for fall, they're doing spring. So they've had time. I mean, we've been closed down for almost a year now. They've had time to kind of figure out what they're going to do. And I do not believe that any of this was just made as a spur of the moment. I truly believe that this has been in the works for a while. And I think a lot of Florida, like especially vloggers there, they should be concerned. Because the market is saturated with vloggers in Florida. Like there are so many, when you watch a Florida vlogger, there's like 17 more vloggers in the background with their live streams and their this and their that. And um, Disney doesn't care. Disney does not need a vlogger. <laughs> the vlogger needs Disney. I don't really feel Disney needs any more advertisement than they already have. Cool. They are they're no,
0: big. and they have to understand that's free advertising for Disney. That's one hundred percent free advertising for Disney. Yeah. That's why Disney's actually had events for vloggers and stuff. Disney has actually had Angry Cat at an an event for vloggers because you think you give them, you know, it, it's that that carrot stick. We dangle this carrot stick in front of you. We'll give you this for free, and not really give you anything. But they don't.
1: But they don't need. They don't them. need it. No, they, they don't yeah, need they it do at it. all. They only do it because it increases the chances that they'll will give uh, Disney bad face.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah,
2: yeah and they're yeah, but completely. so Disney is. I mean, Disney. Disney like knows. Said, that they're they're
1: just Disney... dangling enough of a carrot to, for you to be on their side. Yeah. For mm-hmm. you to be, as the internet will, would call them, shills.
2: Oh, absolutely. They are a shell. Well, and, and Disney, like, if you watch a vlogger, like actual films, very, suppose, most people <laughs> very few of the Disney vloggers will ever say anything negative about Disney unless they're already on the outs. Like, if you watch any vlogger, you'll be able to know right away what side of the good graces they're on. Because... <laughs> The the vloggers that are still in Disney's good graces, you will not hear anything critical, not a word. It is Disney is the best company ever. They're wonderful. You should stay on property. This is all why. And anyone who's not getting invited to the special media event, they're staying off property talking about how bad the food is at the food and wine festival (laughs) every time. Because they don't like once Disney drops you because Disney doesn't need you, you know. And Disney knows that Disney knows that their name is powerful enough and more power to them. I mean, it's not like just business, but yeah, Disney doesn't need any of that. Disney doesn't need special merch. It's just, they do it. So yeah, there's a run on that merchandise, but eh, it can stay, it can go. It you know, doesn't
0: matter. All hard. the merchandise you're seeing now was already, was already planned out. Cause I guarantee you, mm-hmm. even a place like Lowe's and Home Depot right now, they're, they're receiving patio sets. It's January. They're receiving patio sets for that springtime and push into summertime. That's what they're doing. It's going to be a couple of weeks before they see those um, um, uh, Doughboy pools and stuff like that. Yeah, no, it's done way in advance. This is planned, yeah, a year if not more in advance because you you have to not only design the merchandise, you have to create the merchandise, you have to distribute the merchandise. That takes time. So it, it isn't just like, oh, yeah, we're going to release a- Well, look at, look at all the, the 65th stuff. That was already 82. done and planned. It was already done and planned. It wasn't like, oh, we'll make it and get. No, it was already ready to go because they were going to roll it into the parks weeks before the actual um, 65th, and that, that didn't happen. Sitting in, really, warehouse really in really or that warehouse in
1: Ontario or
0: wherever. <laughs> you know what? Dig still has my pin from the 91st birthday. <laughs> and I was, I was thinking, well, I have a Madame Leota sitting over here for somebody I know that's <laughs> been oh. sitting here for a while. A glow in the dark one. Oh, that's when. not mine. Huh?
1: You gave me mine. I thought you I had two. Uh,
0: if not, I'll sell the other one. No, that's, that's not worth anything. Even oh, that... That,
1: for, oh that's, that was the one for me. Oh, okay. Well, I still, I'll still take it.
0: <laughs> there you go. Someday I'll see you in know. person again. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well,
2: and if you notice, Disney's licensing to more things now. Like if you go to Target, they have a whole licensed Disney section. So like Disney isn't, yeah, it's not the caliber and quality that you're going to get when you're on Disney property or through a Disney, you know, store, but it's still a licensed merch. And so Disney, you know, they have branched out and then they have, they've acquired all these other companies. And, and so yeah, Disney, I mean, they're fine in terms of, like, they know where their licensing is. They know what merch they have out. They know what what does and doesn't sell. um, And they know people are going to go stand in line to go into World of Disney to go get this newest thing because that's what people do.
0: So I want to address something Anthony said, and it's a nice transition because uh, I said, oh, I'll see you again uh, someday in person. And he said, yeah, maybe. Sir, I have my vaccine appointment for this week. So, <laughs> it, it, my, mine is becoming sooner rather than later, which is a nice transition into the fact that um Toy Story parking lot is now going to be a, a pod, a point of distribution for the vaccine. So, as I, we're scheduled right now, I believe it's going to be Moderna is the one we get. Because I, as I understand it, Pfizer is the one that has to be uh kept really cold. And um since we're talking about a point of distribution, whether it's in Toy Story or actually Six Flags is going to be one too, Dodger Stadium. Um, or even where I'm, open. Where, where I'm or where I'm going to get it. Um, that's a little bit more, more likely that it's going to be Moderna, which is going to be the one <laughs> a little bit more widely because available. It's at to a the...
2: High school.
0: <laughs> right. Well, just because it doesn't have to be kept under that cold, uh, that yeah. cold, which is going to be some kind of a medical facility. That's going to have the ability to keep it that cold. But <laughs> the news broke. And I think it was, uh, I think it was Gina that actually sent it to me and <laughs> told me that like, Oh, Disneyland is going to be a, a, va- a, vaccine distribution, um, place. And I was like, Okay. For two seconds in my head, I was like, how badass is that to get a vaccine in front of the castle? And I'm like, stupid, what are you thinking? It's going to be a parking <laughs> lot. Because, the, you know, the picture was an aerial shot of the castle, and then right. it took me off two seconds to be like, you moron. It's going to be a this a drive through thing in probably Toy Story. Uh, and then that was confirmed, that it is going to be the Toy Story parking lot. Um,
1: like, I'm over here picturing in front of It's a Small World. I mean, they have a queue for it, but, I mean, no, that's not what's happening.
0: Yeah, you get on the boat, and then all of a sudden, you just come by, and somebody sticks you, and you just keep going on the boat until you disembark, <laughs> and then, uh, it's legit. It's legit. How, how cool would that be, right? I, What's I'd the line like down. for that? Everybody gets their own boat, <laughs> you know, you're one family per boat, nurse walks along with you, sticks you, just keep, just keep going. We all know it's slow moving, I enough. Mean, it's
1: a good, it's a good way to get people to go on the ride.
0: <laughs> Plus, it's air-conditioned. I love that
2: ride. Plus, it's
0: air-conditioned, <laughs> Yeah, uh, which, that's is, which is primarily ride. why we got on uh, Small World, is because it was air-conditioned. Uh, but no so i guarantee you people thought oh i'm going to be on main street get it. no you're going to be in the toy story parking lot getting a vaccine who's getting a kickback from the state i'm sure for uh being a point of distribution uh anyway if not the federal government um from for being a point of distribution anyway have we seen uh, what do you
1: think? hey what do you think is paying for the uh the ap refunds
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey we need to raise some capital let's give the vaccine here get that money in that's going to be what we find to people. Uh, have, have we seen any video or anything from that? I haven't been paying attention to that. Like how busy that would actually be. Cause in theory, you would think, okay, is that going to be Disney employees that run? Uh, not giving the vaccine necessarily. Although I have seen ads looking for people to actually do that. Um, but just the traffic alone, because we know how many cones they have there. That's for sure. No, they would
1: have to get, uh, they would have to probably get sheriffs, uh, explorers or sheriff's deputies or something or uh, or uh or no it would actually I think uh, it would probably be the same as the uh, the, the tests it would probably be all uh, county of Health employees
0: but that's that's such a or, large place that's a, that's a or lot lot de- of county or Health fire employees.
1: or fire department I know when uh Rebecca went to the Dodgers Stadium test uh, it was all a lot of uh, LA fire and uh department of health uh so i'm guessing it would be probably similar i mean who knows how if disneyland wants to give a full control over one of their parking lots to a bunch of strangers uh otherwise if they're going to demand that they have their own you'll probably just see all of Disneyland security because i mean they still have a probably they could bring back a bunch of security uh they probably haven't laid off any security because you know they probably left all those guys so so uh they probably have plenty of security that they could probably send over there. Who knows?
0: Now, as I understand it, you're supposed to get a vaccine in the county in which you live. Is that is that what I've heard? Okay, yes. so, like, you can't – we can't just decide to go to – because I don't live in Orange County to go to Disneyland and get my vaccine there because I want to go to the Toy Story Park, which I don't know why you'd want to do that anyway. But it's just a parking lot. I'd rather but, go to Dodger
1: Stadium.
0: If anything, right? Um, okay. But, yeah, no. Yeah. You cannot just go and say, oh, I want to get vaccine – at uh, when it becomes your turn um at toy story parking lot i just want to make that clear yeah you have sure to it's the same
2: it's sort of the same similar process for the each of the counties where you have to get an appointment and then you have to put your information and they're saying that it has to be the county that you live in. The only way that that's like different is if like my family works for Kaiser and Kaiser's giving the vaccination to their employees at their place of business during work. That's the only difference. But if you're getting it just in these mass pods, then it's, um, it's through the County that you live in. Uh, um, and it's by appointment only
0: in amongst all of this. We still hear that Avengers Campus is set to open in 2021. Um, but do
1: we have a? Did they give a date on that no, last update? No, no, no.
0: They it did not say, give it to say it's in 2021. I mean,
1: what was the point of that update? then if it didn't, if it just said, "Oh, it's still, it's going to open," it was it, it just, just them re. Was it just a reassuring nod? I like, guess. Hey, don't worry, it's still opening.
0: <laughs> I guess it's reassuring the fact that they're continuing to work on stuff, um, even though the park is closed. So that, you know, when that little piece of it, when they had food was there, you can see that the building for the Spider-Man ride and stuff like that was, was almost complete. Um, we have been told that uh, the Snow White ride was um, are already done, is, is updated. Right. Remember when, when we ended all this, and, and I know, Anthony, you and I had talked about this, um, the Haunted Mansion was supposed to go under a major refurb. It, it had never opened again since they closed uh, Haunted Mansion Holiday when the time the park closed, it hadn't opened again because it was undergoing an extensive renovation. Um, I think the, the, the Mickey train ride, the one that was in Toontown, apparently the building is now up there. Um, so that's being um, uh, taken care of. Uh, you would hope that they updated the wifi and rise, rise of the resistance. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Cause... Maybe they're still having problems in Florida with that ride. So now they've moved it to where if you're in like a certain radius in the morning, you can from your hotel room. Some people are doing it from their house. If they live close enough to Disney World, you can go on at 7 a.m. and do it from your house now because they were having such issues with the Wi-Fi even in the park in Florida. It's. Just...
0: I, I turned it off when I, when, yeah. I, when I got on Rise of the Resistance. I turned the Wi-Fi off. I, it's so bad. Um, and and I, actually, I understand it, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think have to, we may have talked about this before, um, but as I understood it, the Wi-Fi that the ride uses is the same as the General Park one, which is, that was stupid. It should have its own dedicated server to, to do just the ride, because it sucked anyway, the Wi-Fi sucked in in there anyway, because there's so many dead spots, but then you're also sharing that bandwidth with everybody else that's there. Why would you even think that that's Okay. It, it, it's not I've heard all kinds of stories how true they are or not I don't know but I heard that every day is like a shut off between this time and this time because they know hey if we shut it off during this time and this time and just reboot it and shut down for this hour then we don't have that problem basically if you just shut it down every couple of hours it resets itself and you're good to go but that was actually control, in the plan for it like it's yeah the
2: control alt delete of, right. of the resistance hey, it's,
0: it's 11 30 oh do you hit control alt delete so we reset it so we don't break down at 2 <laughs> p.m like that's that's stupid why would it even be like that you would hope that they have the, the take the time to to fix that because unlike Florida you have so much more time here to do all that kind of stuff um, to to repaint to finish all these rides that you were doing to update a bunch of stuff what else are you doing it, it keeps people at work and you know damn well um, you're gonna make that money back eventually it's not oh, yeah. it's not in vain you are going to make that money back it is an investment. That's that's stupid to me, but that's what. uh, Well, and with all the success
2: of uh, with all the success of Mickey's Runaway Railway in Florida, it's one of the hottest rides there. That buzz just carries over to Disneyland, and I would like to see some more buzz about Avengers Campus because, like, I don't really have a connection to it. I'm like whatever about it. But like, they came out with those cute little spider bots, which were adorable. Um.
0: And widely available, because it's not busy.
2: Well, first off, no one has any real connection to them. Second, unless you have somebody with a spider bot, they're worthless, because they're battle bots. And if you get one, who are you going to battle? Yourself in a mirror? So, like, you really needed two of them if you were going to really do them. And then once you you battle a couple times and, like, the little thing falls off, like, okay, now what? It, It just... They had all this buzz around something that, in practice, was kind of lame.
1: <laughs> I had no interest once, once I saw the price.
2: I and don't mind paying for
1: things, but that are worth it. But that just didn't seem worth it for the for the price. I'd rather buy something else.
2: Well, and weren't they like eighty bucks a pop, right? Am I wrong? Yeah. Were they, okay, so eighty bucks a pop, but you really need two of them. So now we're at what, one hundred and sixty? I'd rather have a lightsaber. Like if I'm gonna look at merch. Yeah where I'm gonna do something with it. Like personally, I don't know the story of the Spider Bot. I don't know why I have them. I don't know why they're cool yet because Avengers isn't open. The Spider-Man, nice. you know, ride isn't open. So if I'm gonna spend hundred and sixty bucks I'm going to spend it on something that I know and I love, which is going to be more towards star Wars and a storyline for star Wars, you know, or even like going in and buying $160 worth of freaking spirit jerseys. What do I know? You know, it's like, I'd rather have something that I have a connection to.
0: Well, I promised myself (laughs) when quarantine, when quarantine started, my brother and I promised ourselves uh, (laughs) when all this ended, we were going to go to Savvy's and build a lightsaber. It's still going to happen. I'll tell you that right now. (laughs) It's still going to happen. I'm still going to end up with the $200 lightsaber because we made ourselves that um, that promise. At the hell, that's actually why I had a TikTok. I was screwing around and said, oh, if this doesn't end by June, I'm going to start a TikTok. And here we are, almost 4,000 followers later. Yeah, I'm going to throw that out there. <laughs> stupid, <laughs> stupid, stupid. But it's it's an, it's an fun. I just got lucky. Um, that's all that was. But, um, yeah, so I, I don't know. Uh, Avengers Campus still, no, they never gave a date i'm assuming the park will open sometime in 2021 so they're not lying they're telling you the truth oh yeah it'll open i think it's just to say we're we're gonna have it ready by the time it reopens because what else we got right now besides time
2: well and that'll draw people there if there's no let's put it this way if there's no annual pass holder and you're gonna open two brand new rides in two different parks spider-man's in one runaway railways and snow white's in the other one you're going to get people who want to buy those tickets because they're like, man, I've been waiting for this. I really want to go. I've been locked up in my house for a year. Like I'm going to go spend this money and I'm going to do it. And if you finish those, like if Disney finishes those, they're going to have that built in. I
1: don't think you both know, of those be open at the same time though.
2: Well, but you can, even if they staggered them, you're right. then that's even smarter because then you're going to pull people in, you know, twice, but they can open them. Even if they open them six months apart, they're they're gonna get a whole group of people for one, and then those same people, you know, same plus are gonna I don't, come I don't think we'll
1: see Runaway Railway until 2022.
2: We may not open until 2022. No,
0: <laughs> kind of, you know, kind of begs the question: if food were to come back, we all know outdoor dining is still banned at uh, Downtown Disney, but should, um, for some reason, our numbers drop significantly and down, or uh, dining is allowed again, um, do we see? them open the gate to Avengers campus and say, here's yet even another area where number one, we can justify more capacity um, in this place. And then here's yet another store to shop in and maybe another place to put a, a churro cart. You know what I mean? Does it? do we, do we see that? Well,
1: plus I think at least from the designs I've seen, isn't the, uh, the Ant-Man uh, food place, a booth or serv- a uh, counters or, uh, you know, a,
0: Window service. I think so. I mean, the last time. So
1: you have at least that can be open.
0: The last time I was there, most of most of Hollywoodland was um, or Hollywood backlot was was open. Most of it was open because the the entrance to Stage Seventeen is now inside DCA as opposed yeah. to outside like it was before. Um, I could walk up to the Monsters Inc ride if I wanted to, and where before off the page was open and i could basically walk down that whole block for the most part so again i look at it as a it's an increase in, in capacity because of spacing you have it you can do it and then it's just another way to well, we can sell some more food and probably some more merchandise if we put all this the spider-man stuff in the store over here you know i
2: would almost rather see cars land open <laughs> Instead of Avengers, but then again, like I have more of a connection to Cars Land than I do with Avengers. So it I guess it just well, depends on, I, I mean, hate
1: I, cars, but I love Car- the Cars Land is awesome.
2: Yeah. I mean, the, 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 I, the whole Cars Land is just still amazingly themed. Like it's just so well done and it would just like, and then there's, there's food in there, there too. And then the whole Fisherman's Wharf area, they can open that for food. Yeah. And, I don't know if they're going to open Avengers Campus. Like, I just can't see them just opening it up if we're only opening it up for dining. Like, they've waited so long. Like, this is such a big deal. I just... I don't know if Disney just wants to... Like eh, wah wah, here you go. I guess we'll just here's a churro cart in here. I I really feel like they're you saving want it that. You wanted to be
1: the big unveiling,
2: unveiling. Yeah, I I just feel that they're gonna save it for like this giant thing. And again, then they're gonna put butts in the seats at the park because people will pay 150 bucks a ticket to go and see this big unveiling, especially because we've been locked up for so long. So, I mean, if I were in Disney marketing, which, by the way, I am not in marketing at all, <laughs> but if I were Disney's marketing team, I would be like, why are we going to, you know, half do this and, and open it up lackluster when we can save it, let people come close to it, let them peer into it, get their camera over there, hype it up. Open up a bunch of other things that people have, yeah, (laughs) that people have, like, this connection to, Mm -hmm. and just let them salivate. And, uh, I mean, if you've watched Disney vloggers, I have watched them spend three minutes on a construction worker with a zoom lens while they talk about what could the construction worker be doing. And I'm like, uh, construction work? (laughs) Like, I mean, there's so, like, any little thing, and so Disney can dangle that can I camera, just share with and there you
1: the, the, Can I just share with you the sentiments that I saw shared in a tweet the day that the Passholders uh, thing was announced? Basically, it just said thousands of people just lost their complete identity.
2: There, That's not incorrect. That is not incorrect.
1: Oh, no. I, th- I thought it was one of the best things I read oh. that day.
2: You know what else they lost? Therapy because I have never seen a group of people who needed a therapist more and rely on Disney as therapy, honey, call a doctor, get some real therapy. Like Disney is fun. I have a great time, but it's not like it, it shouldn't be your whole identity. It shouldn't be your therapy. Like that's a concern, you know, as somebody who works a lot with mental health issues, like I'm a little concerned about just how, now I cannot tell you how many people I've seen who are suddenly planning their trip to Disney World in the middle of a pandemic. They've never been there before. They're going to spend every last dollar because they need their Disney fix. That's an addiction. I'm a little concerned.
1: I know people who already did that. I know people who, yeah, who talked have talked about that. Yeah, it's sad. It's but, I'm I'm glad that I've been exposed that I don't depend on Disney as much as all that. If anything, I just want. A goddamn Ronto Wrap. <laughs>
2: Fun fact, I've never, ever had one. I had not been to the park.
1: I mean, it um, may not be your yeah. thing if that's not, if it doesn't.
2: No, I've just never had the opportunity to eat one. But I swear to you, everyone has hyped these up so much that I really would like to try he, one.
0: He's been talking just... about it, like, for, for quite a while. Um, I, I have been, you know, obviously I've been to Galaxy's Edge multiple, multiple times. I haven't had a Ronto wrap because it is kind of a sausage and sometimes just doesn't agree with me. So I have to plan that out to be like, okay, today I'm, I'm kind of feeling it. The breakfast one is more the one I really wanted. Um, the uh, breakfast
1: one is really good too. I highly yeah, recommend also to, if the breakfast one has a try. nice, has a nice white sauce on it.
0: It's really good.
1: Uh, we, uh, we I first a uh, month before closing closure in January and, or in February, actually, we forced ourselves to get up one day and go over there to get breakfast Rancho Wraps, and I'm glad that I did now. And uh, I just want to say that, uh, just a recommendation, that when you do go back, if they still have it, of course, uh, Rancho Wrap and a Maeloran juice. Maileron juice is also really good.
0: Um, Oga's, I'm waiting for Oga's. Oga's is another thing that I'm I'm waiting for. Drinks of Oga's. <laughs> Um, I enjoy them, sir. I want the take you on the
1: glass still.
2: I have zero interest, though, in green or blue milk. Oh, like, no. Nobody describes them in an appealing way. Like, no. the green one, I've heard people liken it to, like, grass. <laughs> like... It has a
0: floral taste. I don't mind <laughs> yeah, it. I, I actually I don't mean, mind like... the, the blue or green milk, and my kids like it, too. Um, yeah. It's somewhat like a slushy the the green one it has a more of a floral taste to it but I'm a uh, like a star I'm not a Starbucks coffee drinker necessarily but I do like their um, like their passion tea um, mm-hmm. so liking it to something like that that has more of a flowery taste to it um, fun fact I, I have such a drink at, at Starbucks that one of uh, the tutors that works for me got me that so many kids have actually tried the drink that I do because it's kind of like let me get this and add this and add this that kids actually go and try it and sometimes they're like, "Oh my god, this is like the best thing I've ever had." And some will be like, "This tastes way too much like a flower, like what it actually is." So it does have a floral taste to it, and the blue one is uh, have, has more of a citrus taste to it.
1: I will it say though is. that the uh, in uh, Ogas they do have the uh, the blue milk uh, served what I would call room temperature, <laughs> uh, not slushy. But the cookie that is yeah. served on top of it That's a good can cookie. be purchased separately. A little secret. Oh, I didn't know it that. Can be purchased separately. Yes, uh, I did not know that either until our server told us that the cookie could be purchased separately. It, now, it is a good like, cookie. Hmm, the cookie is good, but the milk is not. <laughs>
0: um, the the fuzzy tauntaun. Like I want a fuzzy tauntaun. Make my lips numb. Um, the, yeah, I, I do miss uh, that part. Uh, funny thing I about I got my day. ranker,
1: I got my ranker tooth, uh, big ranker tooth thing. Oh, That's the flight, all the flight back. board.
0: Um, the ranker tooth
1: flight. The the uh, three quarters uh, most of three quarters of the beer was garbage. Uh, one of the beers was good, but the ranker tooth, uh, flight, uh, thing itself is really, really neat, and I love it.
0: People had always asked me, you know, you're there so much. How are you there so much? And I kinda always did say, Ah, oh, you know what? It's kinda like my therapy, I guess. It just relieves the stress of the job, but it was never like I need this. It never became no, it never became that part. It just became like between, okay. I just, yeah, I no. Enjoy that's
2: it. a difference. It's not you're not using it as a replacement for therapy or you using it as a form of self-care there's a completely different you know vibe like I love to go to Knott's Berry Farm we would go there watch a few shows walk around I'd forget the problems of the world and off I'd go but then I also kept my therapist appointments so that I could actually have like you know real and honest work so that's a difference like people you know we use theme parks. the theme parks do serve a purpose for all of us like and the fact that We've had all of our outlets, well, most of our outlets stripped away from us. I mean, unless you enjoy hiking, which I do not. Uh, they've kind of been <laughs> torn away from us. We've all, like, most of us have had to, like, look at other things. And so, yeah, it's been a year. We're starting to go, I miss this. And how can we bring it back, right? And, and that's, to me, like, reminiscing, like, oh, when it opens, I'm going to go have this. Like, I love the mint julep. I really enjoyed it. I know it doesn't have alcohol in it. Don't care. I always enjoyed sitting over in New Orleans Square, drinking a mint julep, watching the world go by. It was very calm. I really enjoyed that. And, and I miss that. Like, I hadn't done that in a really long time. Um, and that's what I think, you know, most people, not the people who lost their identity because they can't get a Disney balloon on a Tuesday, but... Most of us miss just going, getting up and saying, you know, I think I'm just going to go for a few hours, sit down. You know, I don't have to ride any rides or I'll wait an hour and a half for Pirates. It's cool. Like, it's the only thing I'll ride tonight. Right. Yeah. And- I mean,
1: the, 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 the gods know that we there are been have been plenty of times over the last almost year where we've needed. Yes. A Disneyland time needed to just go there and unwind. But no, we don't need it. That's why I have weed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I've i been watching a lot of the Disneyland and other like travel vloggers because it kind of satisfies. And I love when they do like live streaming because I feel like I'm walking around the park. I feel like or like when they're eating, they set the camera up so you can watch a parade or something like yeah, that's cool. Like I enjoy doing that. I, it's fine. Uh, if Florida wants to open, that's on Florida. I'm not going there, but if somebody's there, I'll take a look and I'll watch because it, it makes me go, Oh, look, this is fun. Or, you know, I'll watch a travel. I watched a travel vlogger drive through like Detroit and Flint, Michigan the other day. It was interesting. It was like, Oh, that's kind of cool. And I felt like I got out of the house and I didn't have to get out of the house. It was kind of nice. <laughs> hey, what
0: did, what did not, what was, Knott's announcement. I, I saw it, but I didn't really read it because not my park.
2: So, Knott's was
0: awesome.
1: The, uh, the <laughs> announcement that I sent you, the exact text of?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, I read it, but I don't remember what it, what it actually
2: said. Well, Knott's basically said, hey, remember when we gave you all of 2021 for free? Guess what? For every day we're closed in 2021, we're just going to add that to 2022 we love ya, and Basically. they just doubled down they were like you know what because knots is different knots is not an annual pass in that it starts when you start it is a yearly pass so if you get your if you don't get your pass for 2021 until june then you get six months with that thing that's it so they they start and stop their pass january 1st to december 31st so they have a little bit different than disney did which i think is actually kind of cool because you know there's no like trying to remember which day it's like you know when your pass is good for and so knots just said guess what here's what we're gonna do now if you move out of state or if you know something extenuating circumstances then you're encouraged to call guest services and hash it out with them but um yeah they just basically were like you know what who knows how long this is going to last. We're hoping to open sometime this year. If we do great, if we, and then you just get that part of 2022.
0: Well, doesn't that throw so. off their system though? I
2: mean, slightly. It does. But I'm, what I'm guessing they're going to do is then they'll either do like a pro rate or they will be like a special, like, Hey, guess what? If you get a 2023 pass, we're going to throw in the rest of 2022. So I have a feeling like they're already thinking about like how to absorb that um Into it because Cedar Fair Park, they've been they've been very good to their pass holders and and they've tried everything they can to open within the confines like and to try to find ways around it and you know they've been doing what they can but I feel very well taken care of as a pass holder.
0: Well, so. the difference is they need you.
2: Absolutely. They, they 100. yeah, they know where you. their that's, bread that's, is better.
0: Oh yeah, that's the difference. <laughs> Is 100% they need you. We just, you know, spent 45 minutes on the fact that Disney they don't need you. Not uh, right. Knots N- completely does, it, so that's a that's a huge yeah. um uh bit of difference. I- I'd be a little ticked if I paid full price in June for a for a yearly pass.
2: Well, it's they they they're very transparent <laughs> that would be about your
0: it. Fault, though. Yeah, well, yeah, really I know, I understand but
2: that. Sometimes but... they sometimes they run like specials too. Like sometimes they'll do a special or or they'll like there's other like my um they start selling the next year's pass in like october september october but then they'll give you the rest of that year for free so it's like or they'll say hey you can come in five times between october and january and then your pass starts so they're really a lot more flexible but and they have more add-ons like you can get the dining package which is awesome like how they yeah it was so good And then they have the free drink, or the cheap drink, or the free drink—I can't remember—which I I also have. Yeah, that with the bottle. And then they have choices
1: on that. You can get a bottle, or you can get get a cup every time you go. Yeah. Uh, Every Every 15 minutes, you can get a new cup.
2: Which is really cool. And then they also have the parking add-on. So, like, if yeah, it's it's we got the we got the. Top, top pass where we can go to any Cedar Fair Park because at the time we renewed, it was actually cheaper to do it that way than to add stuff onto it. So We just got that. But, um, yeah, they have a lot of – and then you get the merch uh, percentage off for merchandise. And even the Starbucks that's in the marketplace gives you a pass holder discount. So that's pretty cool. Um, And all of
1: that for less than the deluxe pass.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's it's really affordable, but it's Knotts. Knotts is a different park. Like I worked at Knotts in the '90s. I'm a little, I'm a little uh like I'll always love the Knott family because Mary and Knott used to come to our annual like employee hoedown and and yeah, the Yeah, so they were already Cedar
1: Fair world. when I went to work at Knotts.
2: Mm. Yeah, I worked there in '94, '95, and '96. Nice. So, uh, and I loved it then. It was my park. I grew up around the corner from it, and so I'll always like have a special place for knots, but it's not Disney. So like if Disney pass holders suddenly think that they're all going to get passes to knots and they're thinking they're going to get that same experience, it's going to be like an ice bucket challenge because it is vastly different. And it's not like, to me, it's not bad or good. It's, it's just two wildly different experiences. You know, I'll go to knots for two hours in the morning when they open, like all rope drop knots, we'll get a coffee, we'll walk around, we'll write a couple of things and we're gone. And, and I enjoy that a lot. And, uh, and I feel that like in the evening it's like a different crowd. So it's like a totally different, you know, crowd in the evenings, but it still brings its own. Like when they did the summer nights events, it was a lot of fun, you know? So knots just as different. If Disney pass holders think they're going to go to knots and get the same experience, no, no.
0: Well, but that's been happening. There, there's been a lot of pass holders who have been knocking down or Disney pass holders who have knocked down the the gone maybe to the flex pass um, when that was a thing. Remember those days um, have gone to the flex pass <laughs> the, and then the also time. have gotten the, the knots pass. Uh, Anthony had both. Uh, Diggs had both. I am um, I'm, I'm one of the only ones that didn't do it. I didn't I didn't Michael. have both. You know, uh, I had, had both for a
2: really long time and, and, and there, no, it's and Disney. I mean, everyone like, it's not like, oh, it's an us versus them. It's just, no if you've never been to Knott's, <laughs> it's like, you can't go to Knott's, you can't go to Magic Mountain expecting a Knott's experience
0: No, and you can't yeah. go to
2: Universal expecting a Disney, it's like, they're all like so different, but I have a feeling cause Knott's and Disney are like, you know, so close to each other. A bunch of pass holders are going to be jonesing for their park yeah. fix and try to like. Good for Knotts. I mean, cool for them because I, I want to see them succeed because I've always loved that park. But I don't know. We'll see. I, I think some people think Knotts is beneath them. There's a hierarchy.
1: Good. Those people could stay away.
2: <laughs> exactly.
1: Hey, you know what? You didn't say that, Dan. If you have tried the, the food at Knotts, the food—I have tried the, the food, food at Knotts. In Nuts. Nuts. some ways, is, <laughs> is superior to Disney.
0: I, I, I mean, I can't, I can't, uh, and, I can't argue anyways, that, but
1: starting with portions,
0: <laughs>
2: Knott's true. Berry farm is a food park. If you go to knots, like that's why their food, the food add on is such a good value because there are some that it's like, you know, reheated tater tots and, and corn dog nuggets, but those are for kids. Don't eat that crap. No, you want to go to the barbecue. There's two barbecue yeah. places at Knott's Berry farm places. and both are delicious. Um, just that's why their food events were so good because I mean, not to be honest, it's food. the only
1: reason why I really got the pass yeah. it was because I had been threatening for years to want to go to the boysenberry festival. And I kept saying they're stupid for not creating a boysenberry festival only pass like they do with, uh, with um, you know, create a pass that's only valid for the time of the boysenberry festival. And I would buy it. And I said that year after year, but then finally it was the 100th coming up. And I was like, it's the 100th. I like knots. Let's get a pass for the 100th. And you then, say you that. know, what happens? The 100th is a lost year.
2: Yeah.
0: We're just going to set everything back a year and still celebrate it anyway is what's going to happen. And we're going to be their 100th in uh, like
1: 2022. Yeah.
0: All but the way till then. Be like Time Mickey's, is a
1: construct. It'll be like Mickey's 90th where it went like a year and a, a half. year and a half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or the 60th when it went for two years.
0: Yeah, let's let's go yeah. ahead and and uh, and wrap this up because we're getting there. I only have one more thing on the list of stuff that we wanted to talk about, which is I don't I don't know if Gina's has seen this, but uh, I know Anthony and I did. Wandavision. Uh, I
2: have not, we, but I've heard a lot, so I'm curious to hear what you two have to say because I, I don't know if I want to say. Don't, don't I listen to
1: any it. of the negative parts of it. Don't listen to any of the people that tell you it's boring. Or this and that. I don't know. I just, I'm really tired of seeing the people complaining about it. Well, that,
0: (laughs) that isn't, and let's make this because that isn't what I told Anthony. (laughs) Because we had this convo. Um, I, I didn't find it boring. I didn't find it boring. Um, as you know, I'm not sure what you know, Gina, and what you don't. Mm -hmm. It, it takes place through decades of like TV. So the first one was obviously like the 50s and maybe the early 60s. Anthony, is that kind of like timeline? I'd 50s say and... I'd say mid to late fifties
1: specifically. Mid to late fifties specifically. We're talking, we're talking, basically, uh, which we could just go ahead and. We're yeah, talking. I, was, I love Lucy. Yeah. Honeymooners. Okay. Uh, that time.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: The direct references to that. Uh, although you do have references to some 60s stuff. Like I don't Bewitched. know if. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, that's in the second episode. The second episode is all Bewitched. <laughs> There's a lot of it. Uh, but we'll. we'll uh, I just wanted to, uh, just a few things, some cool uh, Easter eggs. I don't know if uh, in the first episode, at the very beginning, when they come in, uh, he goes like he's going to trip over that chair, and then he walks right through it. Mm-hmm. That's a Dick Van Dyke. That's got to be a Dick Van Dyke reference. Oh, the you know, tripping, over, Dick the Van Dyke the tripping over the ottoman yeah. Yeah, or
2: whatever it was. Yeah. He was very physical comedy. That was a, right. And that was big back then. Physical comedy was really big. It had a resurgence in the 80s with well, like the Chevy Chase kind of movies, this too. This is what I told
0: Anthony uh, about that because it it was – and I told him I, I recognized it. I, I recognized stuff from I Love Lucy. I recognized stuff from the Honeymooners. But w- because several people have asked me, to like, well, I got a text from a former student this morning asking me, what did you think of WandaVision? And this is what I told him. I was like, you know what? Other than I Love Lucy – I don't have a big love for, for comedies of the fifties. Of I, I watched them. I watched them when I was younger, but in, in my mind, it, it doesn't hold up. I, it doesn't hold up to me. So like the jokes that I didn't laugh at any of the jokes at all,
2: yeah. because
0: I see it as kind of cornball comedy. Um, not to say it was bad. It just was like, Oh, this is that corny. Th-. I see what they're doing in the fact that they're paying homage to this, these TV shows and that cornball comedy. But that's To be not... honest,
1: I don't think you do see what they're doing because I don't think the jokes were supposed to be funny.
0: Well, I'm, yeah, and I think that's part of what, I think that's part of what I'm getting at. That's
1: part at. of the joke.
0: I, and I think so. And, and I, I noticed that because I, I didn't laugh. Where other people were like, did you tell me you were laughing? That you laughed at some of it? I think it was you that I told laughed, me you had laughed. I laughed, I
1: didn't, I didn't, I laughed in spite. I, I laughed at the situations.
0: Okay. Which makes I more sense references. to me. I, And I understand that because the comedy itself was your typical like, okay, that would have been funny, but I've kind of seen that on I Love Lucy or I've seen that on The Honeymooners type thing. So, because you know, it, it wasn't – and I knew it wasn't what they were doing. It was it was being done in jest. I understand that. Um, and that end, I was like, hey, okay, I didn't find it funny because it wasn't – I don't think it was supposed to be funny. It was supposed to be corny and look like what these TV shows were supposed to be. The serious moments – are when I found myself, that's when I was paying attention. Cause there were moments in both episodes where it got really serious as you start to see Wanda look and be like, wait a minute, something's not right here. Like there were those flashes of it. The first episode where, where, uh, Kitty from, uh, that seventies show, I can't remember the actress's name, <laughs> where she kept oh, repeating yeah, the same yeah. line over and over. And you could tell Wanda's just like, well, she just says, help envision. It deadpanned it. Help envision. And just like, okay, it's like, here comes the serious. Here comes a serious story. I'm more invested just, in that.
1: Can I just say that I didn't know that she was going to be in that. And I just started laughing uncontrollably as soon as she walked in. Because I was like, that's perfect. Although it would have been more perfect. I mean, she's probably still around by the time they get to the 70s episodes. Yeah. But I just think her being in that was just
0: super perfect.
1: And uh, <laughs> I just, I just laughed for like a whole minute after
0: she walked in. And she fits <laughs> that, was, that 50s vibe. She can handle – she fits that like, okay, she could do the acting that fits like because of her character on that 70s show even uh, slightly when she was on Friends. But you can see like she fits in into what they're trying to do with this episode. And I think that if you saw negativity, I don't think people knew what to expect because how, ma- how many times have we said, Anthony, whether it was between us or even between on um, Extraordinary cultural a regular podcast, you didn't know what to expect out of this because you didn't get much. You didn't get much out to what this was going to be, and it's still, you're still like, I don't know what this is. Not not quite yet. You see hints of stuff, and I know, I don't know how much you want to talk about the spoilers and how much you don't, or Easter eggs, I should say, but you kind of see where this is headed. Like, you know, I mean, but if anything, sure that, if, so anything
1: I, if anything, it's just, it's it's as bizarre as what I expected it to be. I, I because think that's true. I knew, because we knew, we already knew that this was going to be a lead in to Doctor Strange. And, and the, the uh, multiverse of madness. madness the yeah. multiverse of madness. We knew that that's what this was leading into. So the, the strange pun intended was to be expected. And people not understanding that are not obviously not understanding what this is supposed to lead into. What is this all set? What this is all setting up is setting up strange, literally. I mean, and if you don't understand that, then, well, I mean, you shouldn't really be commenting on things you don't understand.
2: And, I'm and sorry. We, and just, we
0: talked about this on, on the last episode. The one that just, stupid. Yeah. The one that you and I did, we talked about this. We talked about how this could possibly be to lead into Strange, which then is just going to justify the next Spider-Man movie and us hearing that um, Toby Maguire's back, that Alfred Molina's back. What's the kid's name that played Spider-Man uh, with Jamie Foxx? Um, I can't remember his name. Andrew Garfield. Garfield, yeah, Andrew Garfield.
1: And Jamie Foxx himself,
0: yeah, Jamie Foxx himself. That you're right. Broke himself so th- also. this is leading into all that. So this is where we're gonna get that explanation for it. And and forgive me if I'm wrong, but I believe in the in the comics, Scarlet Witch has the ability to distort reality, if I remember correctly. Am, am I am uh, I right there? Yes, she okay. does.
1: There's a whole, there's literally a whole storyline uh, called House of M. That's, that's in what it the was. X-books, okay.
0: Yes, I know what she... i
1: creates a whole entire reality uh in her that from her own mind and uh yeah that's uh, there are some deep references and a lot of people have uh, uh, seen the ref, uh seen correlations between what's going on and House of M. and that's just that's just uh you know a little tiny bit of the things that have been referenced in this and the possibilities of what what could be I mean, I don't even, I don't even know where to begin or even how to speculate where this all could be going. we well, be going right. Tons of different, thousand different directions. I've even seen a super, uh, uh, you know, out there theory uh, about how this is all actually happening in Vision's head. Hmm. And he's trying to reboot, and this is all happening in his head. And that's like one of the more out there ones. But I'm like, well, why the hell not? It's just as good as any of the other stupid. Or uh ridiculous uh theories that everybody has, I mean we know where it's going, but it doesn't mean we have to know how it's gonna get there, and you know the people who are complaining after only two episodes I'm like well i i I see the point of there are people who are saying that maybe this is one of those series just because of the nature of it that should have been dumped
0: maybe here's what here's what I'll say. And I I know if I know Anthony well enough, Anthony wants to talk more about little things he saw in it rather than actually give spoilers because that's usually the way he goes. Let let me tell you these little things that I saw leading to this other speculation of stuff. And we don't have to go into all that, but like little things that he noticed uh, because he's very good at that rather than to completely give spoilers because you you should watch it. You should watch it to to do it. But I think we can agree on this. This is way more complex than it appears. What this story is is going to be way more complex than than it appears. If it comes off looking like a comedy, it's not a comedy. This is not a comedy. It was never meant to be a comedy. It's meant to be a bigger part of these MCU story arcs. That's 100% what this is. So watching these first two episodes, I told them, I don't know how I feel. I really, because I don't know what I saw. Like, honestly, I really don't know what I saw. I didn't find it funny, but I think that was on purpose that I didn't find it funny. But that's also not my kind of comedy. If you start to get into the 60s and into the 70s and stuff, that holds up for me a little bit more. So I think I'll enjoy that part a little bit more. But, but I, I, I think you're gonna find that even
1: then, even then, the comedy is not gonna make any sense because I don't think that I don't think it's supposed to be funny. If anything, it's supposed to be you supposed to be it's supposed to be cringe,
0: right? I feel and, and and I think the reason I have such a hard time with the '50s stuff is because looking at that now, and I told Michael this because I was talking to Michael about this because he's like, "Did you watch One Vision?" Yeah, I asked me what I thought. I told him I said, "You know what, man? I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I love I Love Lucy." To this day, I still watch I Love Lucy. It records on my DVR, and when I've got something else to do but I want some background noise, I'll put her in an episode of I Love Lucy. Why? Because it's timeless. It's timeless, and I know it. I can play it. But my three sons and yeah. can kiss my ass. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. my three sons can kiss my ass. I don't care about it. Like I just don't. Um, so I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay with it. That's just not my style of comedy. I don't think it holds up. But I might relate to the 60s and 70s stuff. But it's the underlying story for me. That's more important, than when I found myself really paying attention to what was going on, into in that part. So I look forward yeah, to. Yeah, and, and,
1: and see, I think the problem with it is that people that don't like it are getting too
0: caught up in
1: the in the uh, the uh, you know the placement, the the references. Yeah, the 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 whole idea. Oh, sitcom. You know, it, but it's not a sitcom.
0: No. So this I is mean, people
1: were actually literally expecting these to be like twenty. Uh, to 30-minute episodes. Now, the first episode was 26 minutes or 22, 23 minutes or something like that. Somewhere in the 20s. But the second episode was surprisingly 36 minutes.
0: Um,
1: so there is going to be a big fluctuation. And I have heard rumors that once we get closer to uh modern times in the episodes, like in the last few episodes, it will go to a full almost one hour or more like Mando-length episodes.
0: 45 and, uh, to an
1: hour. Right. And that as you, the gradual go-along will also uh, will, will eventually hit uh, widescreen.
0: Um, Mando was, a, was a, that's a good segue into what I was going to say. Because um, it, 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 the reason they picked the way it's released is because the Mandalorian was successful doing that. So they dropped us the first two episodes, and now episodes are going to drop every Friday, just like Mando. In fact, if you think about it, this is taking Mandalorian's place. Um, because yeah. that, that season's oh, yeah. over. So Mandalorian was an, uh, a show where, um, because I, I, we have to report to work on Fridays. Uh, we have things to do by 7.30 a.m. I was getting up at 5 a.m. I do my normal routine as I, as I'm getting ready, I would watch Mandalorian. I mean, it's 5.30 in the morning and yeah. I'm watching Mandalorian. That's not going to happen with Wandavision. I don't see myself watching Manda, Wandavision at 5.30 in the morning, but I will watch it that day. Like when, it's like when I find time, uh, after I start to sort out my work stuff, I will find time in the morning to actually uh, watch WandaVision but it's not right now at this point it's not I 100% have to watch this when it comes out and that's what the Mandalorian was but my love for Star Wars is way Yeah, I I'm the opposite the right
1: now. I'm more anxious for the next episode of WandaVision than I ever was for the next episode of Mandalorian with the exception of the anxiousness leading up to that damn ahsoka episode but yeah. that's all um, another and
0: well hold on and we and i'm gonna stop <laughs> you there because reasons. we don't want to go another hour and a half we have talked about no, this and no, no, covered no, no, that no, 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 no i know no, i'm no, just no, messing no me. with you but like hey, there's gotta, too
1: many things i want to still talk about with wandavision
0: yeah go for it uh, I, I, I knew again knowing anthony it's not going to be spoiler stuff it's going to be what i saw so go for it man what did you notice no i
1: just wanted to talk about how great the references and the and the
0: little little bits were because some of them
1: are things i had to look up. Some of them are things that I already knew. I had th- heard about things like you didn't even notice the little symbol I told you about, uh, of what is, uh, the symbol of the, uh, the, the, uh, agent or the organization known as sword, which everybody by now knows shield. Yeah. Thanks to, uh, whether the, the Avengers movie itself and the movies leading up to it, or TV whether show. it's the agents of shield TV show itself or any of the other references, But uh, up until now, uh, because of certain things having to do with S.W.O.R.D. that were falling under the purview of the X-Men license, which obviously was owned by uh, Fox, uh, they could not use S.W.O.R.D. Uh, Certain characters that were associated that were also X-Men associated. Uh, But... Because uh, they had actually wanted to introduce Sword all the way back in Thor. Apparently, there was going to be an after credits where Thor, uh, where Sword was going to be mentioned, and then there's other instances where Sword was going to be mentioned, but then that got cut. Even Agents of Shield wanted to mention Sword, but then they were told that they were not allowed to.
0: What year? Uh, but what year did uh, did Disney pick up um, uh, Fox? It's been a couple years now. Um uh, uh, two seventeen years ago. Eighteen. No, okay,
1: eighteen or eighteen or yeah, eighteen.
0: Okay, because because there's
1: but it didn't go through until sometime in nineteen, I think.
0: Okay, so going through because there's there's subtle hints of that stuff in in, in Captain Marvel, um, to there being a, a spaceship with the scrolls and all that. That stuff's there, so they laid that foundation. It was never given a name. We we obviously see um, Nick Fury right. on on a spaceship in uh, Captain Marvel. It's there, and then at the uh, the end of uh, the Spider Man, um, Far From Home, uh, that was there too. So the the groundwork is there for for this to be laid out. Yeah.
1: Apparently, apparently the uh, the very specifically, uh, have you have you seen um, uh, Far From Home? I have, yes. What? Far From Home. You have not. At the end, you see uh, Fury with scrolls, the green guys. Uh, in, uh, actually uh, with Ben Mendelson, uh, you know, Krennic from Rogue One, uh, he's there. You see them in a space station and the design of the space station apparently is right on with comic design of the sword space station. Uh, but uh, getting back, I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, I was just going into the whole sword, why sword hadn't appeared, but sword is the, basically the space version of shield. Shield handles things on earth sword handles things in space they're basically the same organization but they're separated space basically it's space force
0: hmm.
1: but way cooler <laughs> uh actually and uh, if they have we, their if, own logo uh, if, if <laughs> either of you guys ever watched the original justice league cartoon uh their space station actually looked like a more pointed version of the watchtower of their, of the spaceship, the space station in, I know, what uh, just, like, about? Cartoon. Yeah, I know
0: what you're talking uh,
1: about. It was more pointed instead of being like a cylinder. It was pointed. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the, so they, they take space. Uh, yeah, if the, uh, so they, this is something that they're leading to for a while. They knew that they would be able to do it. They just obviously haven't been able to draw name, do that name drop up until now. Uh, but their, uh, their, their symbol has shown up now in the show multiple times. Uh, at the end of the first episode, you get a little pan out and you have a screen, uh, and a lot of people think that that's Darcy's hand, uh, because people apparently know what, uh, Cat Denning's hands look like. <laughs> and we won't even go into probably the reasons for that. So, uh, so it's possible that she is now an agent of Sword, uh, having, uh, apparently gotten her degree, uh, since uh, the events of uh, last time we saw her in Dark World. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh,
0: good for her. Uh, if it's cat Dennings, so, we can always use more cat Dennings. I won't argue that. You,
1: we can always <laughs> use more cat Dennings. She is hilarious and awesome. So, uh, so you see that sword and the whole thing with the with the uh, the the helicopter and in color, and there was a sword symbol on that, and then there's the beekeeper, which brings me to the whole other thing uh and uh that also had the beekeeper had a uh coming out of the sewers uh and <laughs> she's she's over there like what the hell are you guys talking about beekeepers coming out of sewers and yeah exactly it's, it's
2: <laughs> i've learned that in these things sounds. you just got to go with them oh like there's this yeah. whole another world and you just got to be cool with it and you got to just like you just got to, like, you got to immerse yourself in the craziness of it, and that's what makes it good, and, you know? And
0: this, and WandaVision is something you totally have to do with, because there's so many, like, that doesn't even make sense. Yeah. Like, the, the smallest things, and, like, th- this could be just because it's it's out there. For all I know, this could mean something later, but at one point, the door knocker in the first episode was uh, um, a lobster. It was a lobster. Yes. There's no reason for that. Because
1: <laughs> the lobsters had flew out the window earlier.
0: Yeah, oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Um
1: But for some reason they ended up as the door, door knocker. They ended up as the
0: door knocker. So like you have to take you have to know that going in. Like this is gonna be crazy and it's not gonna make any sense. But it probably all will later. Is what's it's yeah, yeah, super it, it weird. Sounds like it's so that... As
1: long as you know that this is leading into the multiverse of madness, literally, as long as you face that point nothing should really surprise you of what's going to happen in this but everything will surprise
0: you and mind you, i've
2: heard a lot of people we just, say we, hold on
0: real quick we just told you yeah, the yeah, expa- we just told you the explanation for the lobster being the door knocker was because it flew out the window i mean yeah. that alone like, and i just went
2: with and it and she just I was went like, yeah, she completely cool. went with it I was like, like, yeah, like totally how did that happen okay yeah i've She's taught that. high school for a really long time and then i taught middle school before that There, like literally nothing shocks me or surprises me anymore um what i mostly heard from people about WandaVision was that um i didn't hear anything negative negative i just heard people go yeah i'm not sure about it yet like that was the that's what i keep hearing and like no i didn't hear any oh my god that's the best thing ever but everybody i kind of listened to has said yeah i'm just not sure yet and so
0: well, we're going to watch I it, it yet yeah
2: yeah i you're probably going to have to watch it it okay it's like lost I tried to watch Lost, and I became Lost, and then I just never watched it again. But, but people love that show well, because that, it but that was builds on the –
0: Yeah, it does. Yeah, but
2: it builds on the whatever, and I have a feeling that that – it sounds like that's what this is going to do. Like it's starting off a little weird, but it's going to build on itself.
0: But you can watch it for ten episodes versus right. versus I'm going to watch five seasons of Lost and get this – it's not Game of Thrones – The shit payoff. After you know all, right. all these, all these seasons. Oh,
2: you mean like the Sopranos? Yeah, yeah, uh, like well, that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess so. Um, I
2: was vested in that <laughs> until that last episode, and then I was like, "What is this?" It's kind of like the ending to 1984. I read that whole book for that crap ending. Great.
0: I love Big. Gotcha. Brother. Got
2: it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Go so, ahead,
1: I, so you know the uh, we've we've always talked about how uh, you know, especially when we talk about Star Wars, we we talk about how you know people talk about. Oh, the story group doesn't know what they're talking about and they, they don't know how to set up for anything and then you see certain things that, oh really? well, you, you mean to tell me that this didn't appear in this video game to not set up for this later on? I think this is where this is happening right now because you think about, uh, I know you you know of the Avengers video game that came out. Uh, that came out sometime last year. I don't remember exactly when. But when we think about how everything was supposed to, everything that was supposed to have come out earlier than than it was, WandaVision was supposed to be originally in August. We were supposed to have already seen Black Widow. By now, we would have already been seen probably, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, technically. But when you think about when the Avengers video came came out, and I'm going to get to the point of the Avengers video game because the Avengers video game, uh, introduced the group called AIM, which is another one of many, many, many acronym based groups that are in the Marvel Universe. Uh, AIM stands for Advanced Idea Mechanics. And, uh, for those who know who Modoc is, the giant walking head or the giant flying head, uh, who was a villain in the Marvel Universe, he they he, they, he cre- they created him. Uh, they were originally founded by people who were Hydra. So, uh, there's a lot that ties back to a lot of things in the Marvel universe with aim. They're just one of those groups that hasn't really been, uh, introduced. I don't know if for whatever, reason, if it's just because there's so many other things.
0: Yeah. Introduced it, it has to
1: be. Otherwise that it's just so one of those convoluted. things that they had to wait down the line to be introduced. But, uh, I thought up until just recently, That AIM was introduced in the video game because, well, because I guess it wasn't being used in any of the movies. So it was something they could use in the video game with that, that was very, uh, you know, uh, innocent that they could use and it wouldn't interfere with anything. Now I'm thinking that it was introduced intentionally because it's gonna now enter, uh, be introduced in the things because the, uh, the troops that AIM has wearing bright yellow uniforms, and they're nicknamed beekeepers. And now we have a beekeeper with some hints of yellow on him, right? Dan, didn't he have, yeah. wasn't he have some I, yellow I believe so. on him Yeah. Uh, coming out of a sewer? And while he may have the sword symbol, we also have that iconography of AIM. So now we have AIM having been introduced in a video game, which when you think about it, probably would have only came out a, couple, a few months before we would actually be seeing this rather than almost a whole entire year or however long it's been since uh, Avengers came out. But uh, so you have that set up there. Uh, you have uh, the person, <laughs> the whole thing with the radio. Well, you have the color. Color comes in. Uh, these episodes were black and white up until the end of the second episode because you're staying with the times. You have uh, the first whole first episode was in black and white, with the exception of color bleeding through. So you have to see think that they're living in this world, but rather than people who lived in real world back in the day and was in black and white on TV, they were still living in a color world. But you have to think that these people are living in an actual black and white world, because otherwise it doesn't make any sense when they you see something color it's like oh well, it's like kind of like you have to you're supposed to suspend that belief that i guess dorothy and everybody was living in a black and white world before they crossed over into that color world of uh oz or whatever you're supposed to you know kind of on that same order i suppose except for in this case it's more on the order of the red dress the little girl with the red dress in Schindler's list where it's something that is supposed to make you uh you know, it's, it's something that's it's simple. Is, well, there's symbol- symbolism. Yeah. There's symbolism in it. It's also a shock value. You see that red dress, but then you get that payoff at the end of the movie. Uh, if you want to call it a payoff, I guess, where you right. see, where you see what's happened, what's become of her towards the end of the movie. So you get that. It's that, it's that value where it gives you something to think about. And then you can wonder, well, why is this color coming through? And then later on, With in the second episode, when you have the woman who cuts her hand and the blood is red on the on the on the black and white palette, and it's just very striking. And you wonder when, then all of a sudden, you get this weird voice coming through a radio, somebody asking, "Wanda, where are you?" Or whatever. Doesn't sound like Clint. I don't know who it is. I don't Uh, either. that they think it sounds like Jimmy Wong. Uh, A.K. Randall Park, A.K.A. Asian Jim from The Office. Okay,
0: I, I thought it sounded like Clint Man. I don't know, but again, it, it's distorted too. So
1: right, because uh, the yeah, uh, because uh, uh, Jimmy Wong, you know the, the the guy who was the agent in uh, in um, uh, Ant Man and the Wasp, yeah, the the Asian about... guy who's coming oh. after them. Huh? Uh, he's he's in it. He's supposed to. be... He's in one. Oh, division. okay, okay. So yeah, maybe uh, then. he may also be another agent of uh, SWORD, So. Uh, Some people think it's him. Uh, Then, of course, you have who's introduced as Geraldine. But uh, those of us who who know the casting knows that Geraldine, who shows up in the episode, is actually Monica Rambeau, who is the uh, daughter daughter of – what was her name?
0: Um, I can't remember, but it's uh, Carol Danvers' uh, best friend. Carol Danvers' best friend
1: from the olden days. And you actually saw Monica, Monica Rambo as a little girl in Captain Marvel, and then now she's an adult and uh, she's involved in this whole thing. So we got a lot of different uh, moving parts and characters. Um,
0: Maria, that's her name, Maria Rambo.
1: Maria Rambo, yes. And uh, we got a lot of different things that being introduced, and a lot of things that are going to be able to take us in a lot of different directions. And uh, I mean, we have. Uh, this is obviously uh, we've, we've said it that this is setting up for uh multiverse of madness, but it's also setting up for a lot of other things too.
0: So two quick things and then we'll, we'll, we'll take this home. Um, just because Anthony had mentioned it. So, um, I, I had, was curious about aim. So I off of, while he was talking kind of listening and off on my phone over here, um, aim has appeared in the MCU. Aim was actually an iron man three. They're the ones who designed oh, the, um, yes. iron, iron Patriot armor. And then, um, Looking at the the aim page and trying to get some background on them. Uh, the watch. Did you did you catch the watch? And I, I don't remember which episode it was. Or I don't. the, top oh, of head, the I second the...
1: episode had the watch. Oh, there's Strucker the commercial,
0: with... right? The Strucker watch. Yeah, Baron Strucker von watch, yeah. Strucker. Baron von Strucker. Yeah. yeah so that's yeah. that's who gave um Wanda her powers anyway. So there's yeah there's some Wanda connections was, there anyway.
1: Strucker was the one who was uh, experimenting. Uh, the the you know the Hydra the Hydra scientists. Uh, Strucker was the one who was experimenting on um, Wanda and uh, Pietro. Quicksilver.
0: Yeah, Quicksilver.
1: And uh, um, uh, gave them their powers. So it, it's and, all uh, it's uh, all yeah, tied so there. It's it's very yeah, likely. Yeah, it's that... all tied up. And as I said, because I, as I said, uh, AIM was originally founded by uh, Hydra.
0: Yeah, and which Baron Von Strucker's part of Hydra. Which so... I don't
1: know how I feel about them bringing back Hydra yet again, but if it's done right, I mean, I guess so.
0: Yeah, it sure. depends how they put this in there. So yeah, um, bottom line is it's is it complex? Yes. Uh, is it worth the watch? Yeah, yeah. To kind of see where where they go. Uh, they play the part that they're supposed to play um, very well, very well. So if, if you're looking for that that like I said, the 50s is that cornball comedy, they do it. It's it's there and it's corny and it comes off. Yeah, no, like, I mean, this, yeah, this would be a 50s talk, show. We could yeah. talk
1: for a whole another hour about just all the different references. Uh, to just not, different yeah the, the, the TV shows <laughs> I'm saying we yeah, could I know, I talk know. a whole other hour and there was a whole lot of other Marvel references that I didn't even get to I didn't even get into Grim Reaper I didn't even get into Wonder Man I didn't even get into uh I didn't even get into Agnes Harkness
0: yeah so real quick so I, I, will, I will things. actually I will uh, actually say to, this uh,
1: connection to witches
0: yeah let me actually um uh, oh yeah I did hear about that actually. I did actually um, – part of the stuff that comes up – and if you don't know this, TikTok's algorithm goes based on kind of what you like, like when it shows you stuff. Like you have the stuff that you follow, like you would on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. But then it has stuff that's like suggested for you too. And that algorithm goes based on the stuff that you actually like. So obviously since I like comics, a lot of stuff – and movies like this, a, a lot of stuff comes up about that. So I was watching one of these things where he, this guy was saying – he's like, you know, the banner – actually on uh, Disney plus goes through all the movies that show are all ones that the Scarlet Witch is in. And then if you've seen that photo um, of her, where it looks like she has a, a chest kind of, looks like an x-ray thing. She both yeah. has it and, and vision has it that costume that she has on in there. That's not a costume she's had on in any movie.
1: No, it's a completely different. It's a costume. completely
0: different. So this guy was like, I think that means by the time we're done with this, she has a new costume out of this. And then yeah. he was saying that uh, um, Elizabeth Olsen, right, as the actress, um, yes. she's never liked how much cleavage she's shown in the movies. So this is a way to kind of alleviate that and give her what may be more of a comic book-based type look to her. So uh, we'll see. Uh, but all that is like interesting, and it's all stuff that's like, it's right in front of your face, but unless you know to kind of look for it, you're going to miss it. Um, and it's it's deep. It runs deep. That's the real deep state. Should I say that's the real deep <laughs> state? It's not that other crap. That's the real right? deep state. Yeah, this is run. Right. It just happens to be with comic books instead of uh, pedophiles on an island. Yeah, that's just just,
1: uh, just real quick. Just uh, let me just let me just uh, do a little that whole uh, the Agatha Agatha Harkness thing is just because uh, you know uh, that Agnes played by Catherine Hahn, which is her next door neighbor, uh, could be a reference to Agatha Harkness, which is a witch. Who partially who helped who trained Wanda in the comics, and she was actually uh, part of the Salem Witch Trials. And the date that she gives uh, to Wanda in the episode, uh when she's talking about her anniversary, is the day that the uh, Salem Witch Trials started. Ah. And then there's a reference to uh, black cats in the second episode that could be a double entendre, referring to not only bewitched but also to black cat. The black cat, which was apparently uh, Agatha Harkness had a familiar, which was a black cat. Um, As hey, witches do.
0: I, I think that's a good place to wrap it up. You make me actually want to go watch these again, so I think I, I, think I will here.
1: I kind of do want uh, to watch both of those episodes again, again myself,
0: yeah. too. It's only going to take about ah, less than an hour to watch both of them because they're only a little bit over 20 minutes. Um, so I yep. think I will do that before uh, I have to think about work for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> as good as that sounds all right anything else anybody wants to do otherwise we'll wrap this up yeah you haven't
1: talked much for like 45 minutes so how about uh you want anything you want to say
2: me no i uh i think that you know everything's kind of said. It. it was uh i had a good i had a great time i love hanging out talking about theme parks and nerd stuff it's like the highlight of my covid quarantine days <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's it's been fun. Hey, I mean. real quick, I, I think we
1: forgot to talk about the, uh, real fast, just that, that, that the, uh, the Star Wars, um, Galaxy's Edge store is going to be moving into, uh, Oh,
0: yeah. Into,
1: uh, Rainforest Cafe. I did hear that. And that there's going to be a whole theming designed by Disney Imagineers. And, uh, so, uh, they're, they're settling in for the long haul on that, I think, because why go through all that trouble if you're not going to have that store open for a while? And, the uh, the good news is that we'll get Wonderground Gallery back, so. Uh, a lot of the. See, I, I, t- I said a lot of all the people who. Oh, Wonderground Gallery's closing, like as if it's going to be forever. You're stupid. It's, you know it's going to come back. Well, I was right. So, mm-hmm. suck it. <laughs> it. It's a good
0: idea to put it in Rainforest for now, anyway, because it's not. Uh, whatever they had opened there didn't last. And then it's not like food right there in that place is going to last right now, um, anyway, so. Uh, well, and it carry... works out,
1: too, because they're going to obviously incorporate the theming because it's supposed to become a jungle-resistance-based theming yeah. or something like that. Yeah, which kind yeah, of, so kind of it's, it's, it's it's fits really, in with it's Rise of the really Resistance,
0: neat. too. It, it does, yeah. so. so... all that's kind of cool. Which just celebrated its one-year anniversary um, yesterday, as a matter of fact, as we record this. Rise of the Resistance celebrated its one-year anniversary yesterday I at I Disneyland was Park. Open
2: for, what, two whole months? Yeah, no, it didn't even make
0: two <laughs> months because it opened on the 17th and closed on March 13th, oh, so... Right. It yep, was only almost. there just shy of, of, of two months, and then not even nice. that, because February I is a I never got to month. go on it. It is amazing. It is an amazing ride. We will be there again someday. Um, yeah, I am missing that uh, part of it, but we will get back there uh, one day, even if I do have to pay full price for a little while. <laughs> we'll, we'll make it happen.
2: This too shall pass.
0: This too shall pass. Not. It's fine. I will hop on it when they uh, do it again and just take it in stride till then, because it is not my identity. It's just a hobby. So Correct. I we'll leave it at that. That's a good way to end it and Mm will say Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.
1: Glorious.
0: Sunsetting.